Holy Ghost in this place. I believe there's a war going on. I feel that there's a battle going on. And I believe that I believe that God wants us to fight. God wants us to battle. We sing songs about victory and that it is done and it's finished and he's done it and he has. He has done it. He, he already went to the cross for us. His blood was already shed for us and, and the Holy Ghost is available to us today. But it doesn't mean that since he's already done it, that we can sit on the bench. <laughs> There's still a battle. We still got to seek. We still have to pray. We still got to worship. We still got to get into the Word. The battle's still going on. There's victory at the end of this battle. But we got to battle as long as we're in the battle. And I believe, I, I believe, uh, thank you for your response to God today. I, I just love how this is a very, you guys worship, you guys praise. And I believe that's, that's I mean, we, we love doing that. Like I, the 45 minutes that we just spent, that, that was fun. I, I enjoyed that. That was that was pleasing to my spirit. But more importantly, that was pleasing to God. <laughs> we love worship, but God loves worship. As I was up here today, I was just praying and thanking God. I'm like, God, let this, I hope that this is pleasing to you today. I'm sure having fun right now. I love doing this, God, but I hope that this sacrifice of praise today is pleasing to you. And I believe that we pleased God just now. We took time, and I believe that there is something worn in our spirits, that there is a battle, that this church has, I feel that we've somewhat stepped back from it. And sometimes life happens and, and we can, uh, we get into the battle and things are kind of going good and it's easy to maybe step away from it and, and kind of, you know, push the cruise control button. I want to read a portion of scripture. I know I'm, I'm not going to preach long, but I do believe that God has a word for us. Ecclesiastes 3, starting in verse 1. It says, to everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the heaven, and a time to be born, and a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance a time to cast away stones and a time 
to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. In the words of the preacher, uh, the son of David, Solomon here, he gives a, a poetic description of life, of the different seasons and times of life. And, of course, the book of Ecclesiastes is an interesting book. It gives us insight into the human experience, if you will. And in this portion of Scripture, it just reveals to us that life is life. Life happens. It has its seasons. It has its ups and downs. It has its mountains and its valleys. It has its roses, and it has its, its thorns. Amen? It's called life. You may be seated today just for a few minutes. And we don't always understand the seasons and the times that we are in. We don't understand why they are happening. You know, in the middle of a storm, in the middle of a situation, oftentimes the horizon isn't always clearly seen. The destination is, is sort of uh, something that is not, that we see and that we, we cannot see it. And we, we go through life and we experience these different seasons and times. And there's a time for this and there's a time for that. But through the list of, of these seasons and times that we will experience in life, there's one thing that I, I don't see on this list. I don't see it. And there is, there's never a season to give up. There's never a season to back down. There's not, never a season of quitting. I don't see it in the list. There's going to be highs and lows. There's going to be times of comfort and times of suffering. There's going to be seasons of understanding where everything just seems clear. And there's going to be seasons where you just feel like you don't understand anything that's going on around you. But despite all these different seasons and times that we will experience in life, there is never a time or a season to give up. And this is what, I believe this is what sort of was stirring in our spirit as we were uh, praying and interceding that to, I, there's been maybe just a step back from the battle. And there's maybe, there's maybe some people here today battling and, and you've, been, you've been so sick of the battle that you're kind of just ready to give up. But I'm here to tell you that there is no time. There is no season of quitting. 
in your walk with God. And I could give, I could tell a bunch of fancy stories about never giving up. You know, we could talk about Winston Churchill today. And of course, we remember him as the the prime minister of Great Britain and how he led his country through World War II as Germany was dropping bombs all over that country. And, And of course, he gave many famous speeches, but in one of his speeches, he says, I'm addressing myself to you today. Surely from this period of 10 months, this is the lesson. He's talking about the devastation and the battle that they had been in. And he said, never give in. He said, never give in. Never, never, never. Never in nothing, great or small, large or petty, never give in except to convictions of honor and good sense. Never yield to force. Never yield to the apparently overwhelming might of the enemy. This is what he said, and, and, and really he led his country through this devastation, and, and, there was, uh, and he gave many famous speeches like this, but his attitude and his spirit of optimism and his willing to fight in the battle and never quit is what brought that country through that devastation of being bombed by these German bombers. And we, there's all sorts of stories about never giving up, and we're, we're taught that as children in school, and I was taught that in, in the sports world. You, you, you played the game until the, the buzzer rang. You never gave up until it was over. I'm here to tell you today, for every person in this room, it's not over yet. You may seem like your situation has, that you're drowning in it and you can't get out of it and there's no way to come out of it. But I'm here to tell you, it's not over yet. God's not done yet. Amen. He needs you to continue to fight in the battle. We cannot afford to take a step back and let the battle fight itself. But he's calling a church that would be willing to fight, to battle. And they would have this attitude that it it, it seems like dark days. But you know, Winston Churchill, if you read that story about he uh, he was invited to this school to give a speech and they sang this song and they even added a whole verse in the song in honor of Churchill. And and there was a a phrase in the song that says, no, not less we praise in darker days. So the song they were referring to the days that they had been living in as dark days because they were in a battle. And Churchill got up to give his speech and he said, listen, thank you for honoring me with that song. But he says, if I could, if I could change one word in that song, if I could change the word darker to sterner, sterner days. He said, these are serious times, but they're not dark days. He said, we're in a battle, but these are not dark. He says, these are great days. He says, the greatest days our country has ever lived in. And we must all thank God that we have been allowed, each of us, according to our stations, to play a part in making these days memorable in the history of our race. He's like, listen, we can't look at these days as dark days just because we're in a battle. They're serious days, but thank God that we get to be a part of it. I'm just so glad that God called me 
into this army. He called me to be a soldier, and soldiers got to fight. We can't just hunker down in the foxhole and let the battle fight itself, but we got to get up and say, listen, he's called me to be a child of God. He's called me to be a soldier in his army, and I've been called to fight. I've been called to battle, and I'm not giving up. No matter what the circumstances look like, no matter what's going on around me, I'm not giving up because I know a God who is a God of victory. So church, don't give up. Don't take a step back. It's, you know, it's tough. Life's tough. It has its times. It has its seasons. It has its struggles. But we've got to step into the battle. We've got to battle. I've, I've learned that one of the reasons that sometimes we, we struggle um, with, with fighting in the battle is because a lot of times in, in situations, we don't understand what's going on. We don't understand why this, was ha- why this would happen. And I'm just going to refer to Psalm 73. I'm not going to read it all, but it's a psalm of Asaph. It's been, I've been reading this psalm a couple times a week. For, it's just, it just hit me a while back, but it's a, a, song, a psalm where he, and I believe he was a musician of David. It says, truly God is good to Israel, even to such as are of a clean heart. And, but as for me, he said, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped. He recognized that he was slipping away from what he was supposed to be doing. He says, for I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, for there are no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. And he goes on through this psalm and he, he talks about all these things about that he doesn't understand. It seemed like God was blessing the wicked and, and not blessing him who was walking with God. And he spent all these verses talking about all the things that he didn't understand. And he said, my foot slipped I got off kilter. I I stepped away from the battle and what I was supposed to be doing because I didn't understand the circumstances. I didn't understand why God was doing it that way. And he kind of comes to himself as as you read through this chapter and the very last verse basically seals it up. He says, but it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all thy works. So in your tribulation, in your trial, in, in your situations that, that come in your, your season of life, there's going to be some things that you just don't understand. And that's very difficult for some of us you know, certain personalities and characteristics, we like to really understand everything that God is doing and why he's doing it. But the fact of the matter is, is God's ways are not our ways. And we're not going to understand why this happened and, and why so-and-so said this and why is this happening to me. Just, just trust God, get your mind off of the the whys of the situation and get your feet on what you already understand. And that is that you've got to put your trust in God. And you've got to be willing to battle and to fight. 
Amen. The Bible says in Isaiah 41, fear thou not for I am with thee. Be not dismayed for I am thy, thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. We read all through scripture. Isaiah 55 says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. God has his ways and we've just got to trust him. Deuteronomy 31 and 8 says, in the Lord, he it is that hath that done before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. So it's not time for the church to back down and to be weary in well-doing. Amen. But it's time for the church to, instead of taking a step back from the battle, to take another step into the middle, into the heart of the battle. That's what God's calling us today is to never give up, never step away. Just step in and trust God. He will not leave you nor forsake you, amen. He will not leave you dismayed. If he, if he does that to you, you'd be the first human being on planet earth that he ever let down. But God, he has called us to be persistent. He's called us to endure. He's called us, and one of the ways that I want to bring up today in, in, in closing here, and I'm not going to be very much longer, but he's called us to be persistent in prayer. This is, this is one of the biggest ways we fight battles. We read in Luke 18, starting in verse 1, it says, And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Men, not, men should always pray and not give up. That's what Jesus is saying here. He says, saying there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary, and he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge saith, and shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily, Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. So we have this lady who continuously was bugging this judge to avenge her. And this judge was an unjust judge. He didn't fear God. He had no regard towards men. He had no, no dog in the fight, if you will. But because this widow just kept on coming and, and it said that she came continually, he began to wear this judge out. And, and because he began to wear him out, he, he avenged her. He answered her request. And, and God's saying, listen, if this unjust judge will do this, surely I will because I'm a just judge. And this judge was reluctant, but our God isn't reluctant. Okay? He's, he's wanting to answer our prayers. 
Amen. He's wanting to avenge us. He's wanting to deliver us. He's wanting to forgive us. He's wanting to take you through a situation to bring you through. That's what God wants to do. He's not reluctant like this unjust judge was. But there's two, the, the, the judges can't be compared because they, they're not like each other. But one thing that can be compared is, is us to this widow. We've got to continue to be persistent. We've got to be consistent. You know, like I said, it just because uh, you know, God said he's going to do it doesn't mean we can just back up and put it on cruise control. The church has got to be in the battle, in the heat of the battle, in prayer. In prayer. Praying for the things that God has already promised. Praying for revival. I mean, God's promised that this church would double. That's what he spoke. That's what he said. I believe it's going to happen, but I'm still praying for souls. I'm still praying for so-and-so that they would get baptized. I'm still praying for so-and-so's neighbors. and rel- I'm, I'm still praying. I'm still battling. Just because God set, it's God's divine intention that that would happen. That's what God wants to do. But the church has got to be activated in the battle, in prayer, and in fasting. (laughs) And I don't think it's wrong. I think it's absolutely right to be persistent in prayer. Even Jesus prayed the same thing. Mark 14 and 39 says, referring to Jesus, and again he went away and prayed and spake the same words. Even Jesus prayed the same thing. Even Jesus was persistent in his prayers. We read of the Apostle Paul where he prayed about the same thing over and over again. And it's not that we're begging God. It's not that God's reluctant but I believe in that, in that uh, time, in that experience of being persistent, God is also teaching us some things in that. So when we're, you know, Brother Chuppy's still sick. But God, God's spoken healing. I don't know how many times, Sister Chuppy. He's spoken it. Just a couple weeks ago, he says, God said, listen, I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. But we can't back up. We can't sit down and be like, well, God's going to heal Pastor Chuppy. Put it on cruise control. Okay? There's still a battle to be fought. There's still fasting that needs to be done. And this is a, maybe a natural thing that, that we do, right? Things are kind of going good and we back up. Or we, we hit it hard for a while, get into the battle and get a few bruises and cuts and then we're, we back up again. But as a church, we, we're not called to give up. We're called to fight. 
And I believe today that there was some battling that began. Even just while we were praying, there was some intercession. And I believe that, because uh, I, I really, I really want to see the things of God. I believe we are. You know, you know, we talk about revival and great revival, and I'm, I'm all about that. But there's, you know, it's, and I'm, I, God can do anything. Okay, God can, God could add ten thousand to this church today. He could do that, but more than likely, it's going to be just continue growth. Okay, it's going to be like, it's just going to keep growing and multiplying. It's not going to be next Sunday we're going to have ten thousand people here probably not how it's going to happen. So in that process, like we'll believe, we can believe for a hundred soul revival. Let's do it. Like I believe God can do that. But so in this process, we've got to just continue to be faithful. Continue to be in the battle. Because we, I believe that this church wants to see the things of God. That we want to see these things that God has spoken and, and promised. And he has great things for us. You know, it's such a, a devastation just speaking of giving up. You know, I've, I've been in just life circumstances. There's, there's times where people just give up. They quit. And it's such a devastation that they would just quit and and even, you know, sometimes even with, with jobs, they just quit. It's just not going good. They just quit, and they, they kind of give up everything they've already worked for. And it's obviously more devastating in the church when people quit because they've just kind of given up everything. But I believe that if the church will just have this attitude, this like, hey, I'm, I'm going to fight. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue in this thing. I'm not backing down. I'm not sitting on the bench, but I'm going to fight this fight. And we wouldn't be weary in well-doing. I believe, and I'm talking about, you know, when I talk about fight, I'm talking about pray. I'm talking about worship. I'm talking about showing up to church. I'm talking about, you know, getting into the word, praying the word. I'm talking about prayer. I'm talking about fasting. I'm talking about just being connected to God, intercession. That we would fight for souls, that we would fight to, for our children, that we would fight to, for our coworkers, that we would fight to, for revival and, and battle for healing. This is what we've been called to do as the church. So, church, it's not time to back down. He has plans for us. He says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, say it the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. That's what we're fighting for. And it's worth the fight. He wants to give us exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. The fight is worth it. So I just, I just kind of felt that there's just some people here that have maybe backed away a little bit. You just kind of been discouraged, been down a little bit. And I just want to encourage you, just never give up. Never give up. 
and take that step that you took back and take two steps back into the battle. God has great things in store. Okay, but we've got to be willing to fight. So I'll stand in this place. It's already quarter after. I do want to, the musicians could come again. I do want to give people an opportunity. I believe God already did something in this place today, but I want to give people an opportunity to pray and to say, commit yourself to taking that step back into the battle. And my Uncle Heath is going to come and pray. He's going to get baptized today. Amen. God's going to wash all his sins away today. Amen. We're going to, I told him we're going to have a little bit of a funeral for the old Heath. Okay. And not often do we celebrate at a funeral. We're going to celebrate not the old Heath. We're going to celebrate that there's going to be a new Heath. Amen. So I believe God's working in his life. So musicians play. We're going to come and pray. And let's just commit ourselves to not giving up and not taking a step back, but taking a step back into the battle. Amen. Jesus, we love you. God, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy today. God, that you would lead and guide us today. God, that this church... I would be a church that would be willing to fight.